You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step by step how to meet and seduce beautiful women. Women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week long fling, or a long term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. Happy to be here, happy to have you, but you might not be so happy right now because you might be going through a breakup. Well, that's what today's episode is all about, and I got the right woman to help you through this. Her name is Lucia from theartoflove.net, and she's a former cougar. She used to teach cougar dating, how to... Actually, I I don't really know. I think she talks about in the interview if she specifically helps men attract cougars or older women cougars attract younger men. Either way, it doesn't matter because that's not what she does anymore. She now focuses on how to get your ex back, and she is successful at it, helping tons of people and especially guys with that. So I've interviewed her today to give some really good tips on how that all works and how to do that. So I'm happy to be sharing that interview with you today. Listen, take notes, and my apologies to you if you're already going through a breakup and just going through that terrible withdrawal that I know you're probably going through and that we actually talk about here on the podcast. So. So yeah, make sure you listen and listen carefully. Just so you know, if you don't already know, coaching is available to you. If you go to coachedbytrip.com, you'll see that there is a application that you can fill out to get coaching with me. So maybe you need help with attracting a new woman because you're you know, going through a breakup right now and realize it's time to meet someone new. So whatever the situation is, if you're trying to learn how to meet and attract women, you want a customized plan to guarantee to help you get beautiful women. I can help you do that. Just go to coachbytrip.com and apply today and I'll get back to you. We'll have a phone call to see if coaching is a good fit. I'll tell you about all the options and we'll rock it out. Sound good? All right. Coachbytrip.com for that. And for now, here's my interview with Lucia on how to get your ex back. Looking good. Okay. Let's get into it. Hey, Lucia, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on your show. Thank you. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think it's been a while since I've talked about the concept of getting your ex back. In fact, I don't even think I've really had anyone on the podcast to specifically talk about that. So I think you're a first. Well, I'm happy to be first. Yes, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How do you know about this stuff? What makes you the expert? I know you've been on uh, multiple platforms, you've been on TV, you've been on the radio, all kinds of things. So tell us about how you got into this. Yes, I've kind of been all over the place. I started out in 2000, the end of 2004, actually, and I had a local cable TV show here in Los Angeles. Then I went on to do a radio podcast on LA Talk Radio for five years. And I was just a quote-unquote regular dating expert because I have a lot of experience has always been a topic I've been very interested in. I've dated in six cities, four countries, and two continents. (laughs) And I've done a lot of reading. And so that's how I wanted to start giving people information that I knew that would help them with their love life. And then after that, the cougar, the whole cougar lifestyle thing kind of came into focus. And I started getting into that. And I ended up being on all these TV shows 
because I was the first one on the scene to talk about it. And I was also, and am dating younger men. And then about five years ago, someone broke up with me. And that wasn't something that I was used to because usually it was me breaking up with them. And I didn't know what to do. I mean, I knew not to obviously beg and plead and all that, but then I thought, what do I do after this? So I went on YouTube, but I saw these videos about getting an expat. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. So I started to look more into it and I started to study it. And then that's how I came to specialize in it. So I actually have to thank the guy who broke up with me five years ago because he led me to where I am today. So did you get him back? No, strangely enough, <laughs> we actually matched up on a dating app uh, a few weeks ago. And, and now it's five years later. And, and he was all, all enthusiastic and talking, oh, I'm so happy when we matched up, I get a second chance, blah, blah, blah. But because I don't trust him because of what happened in the past, I just took it with a grain of salt. And within three days, he stopped texting. And so that really showed me that, great, I'm glad it actually ended five years ago. Because if he hasn't changed and matured in five years, then there was no point in being with him five years ago. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Okay. So, so then how did you come up with your, your method about getting an ex back? Well, you know, a lot of study and I see what other people have to say. And also from my own experience, because I saw that whenever I broke up with someone, you know, I just left them alone and, you know, 99 times out of a hundred, they would inevitably reach out because people don't like things to end if they're going, if they're happy, if they're going well. So when someone breaks up with you, you don't want to break up with them because you were happy, but they're unhappy. And so the automatic reaction is, well, I want them back. And we automatically think we have to beg and plead and try to talk them into it, which is the worst thing you can do. That never works because that lowers your value. People want to be with someone of high value and someone who's begging and pleading is not high value. So you cannot do that. You have to do no contact which means that you just, just say, okay, you accept the breakup, and then you disappear as if you were in witness protection and you no longer exist. And how long do you do that for? You do that for as long as it takes until they reach out. Uh, unfortunately, there's some bad information out there, and this is the information that I came upon five years ago where it said, well, wait 30 days, you know, the 30-day no-contact rule, and then reach out to your ex. No, most people are not ready to get back with you or with you or even to talk to you within 30 days. You need to give them as much time as possible. And actually, it's usually, strangely enough, I find that most people, if you leave them alone, they will contact you between days 45 and 60. I post no contact success stories on my YouTube. And most people, they say, I heard from my ex in 45 days, in 50 days, in 60 days. And if you do hear from them within the first few weeks, that means it was probably a fake breakup. And they wanted to see how you would react or they were trying to manipulate you to behave a certain way. And then when they saw that you didn't chase after them, then they thought, uh-oh, I don't want to lose them. So I'm going to have to contact them. So you're saying if you get broken up with mm. and then that person contacts you before 30 days, mm -hmm. that means they might be interested. Well, they're definitely interested. But what I'm saying is if they contact you within two weeks, it was a fake breakup, most likely. Interesting. What if they're just asking for something back that they have like in, the, in their apartment? Would that be included in that or what's the, what's the details there? Right. Well, they might or they might not. I mean, usually if you have things you have to exchange, you get that taken care of like sooner rather than later when you break up. So if, but I say if they don't ask for it back, then just keep it there. And then if they want it back, 
they can ask for it back. And well, you don't know. I mean, they may really want it back or they may be using that as an excuse. Interesting. Okay. So do you have any advice for that person who's trying to do no contact? Because because I know that no contact is really hard for yeah. guys. I mean, there's like a whole... If you ever go on, you ever go on Reddit, reddit.com? Yes. Okay. So there's a whole subreddit on there. So anyone who's listening right now, there's a whole section in Reddit called no contact. So it's support for people who are trying to not contact mm-hmm. their ex and right. really leave it alone. So I'm imagining that this is a very, very difficult thing for people to do. So do you have any tips for, for a guy out there who's trying to do no contact successfully? Yeah, it's actually going to be one of the most difficult, if not the most difficult thing you've ever done. And it will make you stronger in the end. While you're going through it, you you don't think that, but afterwards you're going to see that it's going to toughen you up. And the reason it's difficult is because you're like a drug addict. The brains of people who have been broken up with are the similar to the brains of people who are trying to get off Coke or heroin. So you have to really? understand that, yes, you're going through withdrawal. And so it's all a mental game. You need to be mentally positive because you're going to be going through withdrawals. You're going to be feeling all these emotions. You're going to be like a yo-yo. You're going to go through hell, basically. <laughs> you know, I- I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And I know one guy, he said that the breakup, his breakup, he suffered more during his breakup than he did when his parents died. Wow. Yes. That's intense. Absolutely. So yeah, it's no easy feat. But what are you going to do? You you have to do no contact. What are you going to do? Keep showing up at their door, keep calling them, keep pestering them. They're going to get a restraining order against you. You have no choice. Right. But how do you do that? How do you get through that? How do you day uh, one, day two, day three, all the way to sure. how long? How long have you no contact for? As long days? as necessary. As long as necessary. You know, a lot of times the thing about no contact is, yes, you're using it to get them back but you're also using it to get yourself back because many times you were caught up in the relationship. You didn't realize you had lost yourself and people, when they're in no contact after 30 days, 60 days, they realize, you know what? I don't even want my ex back, which is great to make that realization. But for those that still do, you obviously, you have to keep busy, right? Because if you're sitting around just thinking about your ex, that's not productive. So a lot of people, they end up losing weight. (laughs) They decide to go to the gym, losing weight. Everyone ends up with a six pack. You know, I say just travel, hang out with friends, hang out in nature, meditate, do yoga, do something, do anything, but just do not contact your ex because more likely than not, they will not take you back. If you contact them, you need to be strong and wait for them to contact you. So you're saying that the best opportunity to get them back is to no contact until they reach out to you. Yes, unless you fall under the two exceptions where either you cheated, so they broke up with you, or you took them for granted. Because, you know, if uh, a lot of, most of the time when I broke up with someone, it was because I felt they didn't really, weren't that interested, weren't that invested, were taking me for granted. And so if they did no contact, I was never going to contact them because they were again proving it's like, well, look, they really don't care because they're not even, I broke up with them and they don't even reach out. So if you cheated or if you took your ex for granted, then give them a period of 30 days because they need, you know, they're not going to take you back right away, you know, because of pride. They're not going to make it easy for you to uh, come back. If you just contact them after two days and like, oh, okay, come on back because they don't want to be a doormat. So give them some space to really miss you and think about you and then go back in and, and, and apologize and do what you got to do to get them back. 
So let's say besides those two exceptions, mm. so you didn't cheat, you didn't take them for granted. She broke up with you. Now it's been, let's say, no contact. You've been successful. You've not contacted her. She has not contacted you. It's been about 90 days. Yeah. You're saying even at that point, do not reach out to them. Even at that point, I say the only time, because sometimes people come back after eight months, nine months. You know, maybe they need to go out there, date some other people, realize the grass isn't greener and want to come back with you. So you want to give them that opportunity. My rule is wait nine months and contact them only if you're at a place mentally where if they reject the fact that you're contacting them, if they don't want to talk to you or if they don't want to get back, you'll be okay. So you're at the point where, yes, you're still interested in them, but it won't be devastating if they say they don't want to get back together. That's the only time you should reach out. And if you get to that point after five months, then go ahead and reach out. But most people don't. You said five months. Is it nine months or five months? No, I'm, I say a good safe time is nine months. But I'm saying if you in five months, let's say, get to the point where you're okay with the breakup and although it would be nice to get back together, if they don't want to get back together, you won't be devastated. You'll carry on. You know, then, then go ahead. But ideally, and this is kind of what I stand for, is ideally you've gotten to a point where it's been two, three, four, five months, maybe longer, when you realize that either maybe it's just not for the best mm -hmm. to get back with them, or you found maybe a new version of yourself where you realize it's just not something that's important to you anymore, or you just kind of get over it. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, you'll hear from most people within two to three months. Yeah. Another thing, too, I want to add here is it's really good if you're getting broken up with to really try to get the truth out of the person who's breaking up with you, to really find out why they're breaking up with you. So if there is anything that you can change, that you can fix, that you can be better at, you know, you're going to get it from them. So hopefully in that period of no contact, you're working on those things. What do you think about that? Right. Well, that would be great, <laughs> except for the fact that many people are bad communicators. And a lot of times they don't even know why they're breaking up with you. They just know that they're no longer feeling it. They don't realize they've lost attraction. Their interest level has gone below 50. And they so they can't... It's not you, it's me. Right. They don't even know. They just say, I don't know. I just don't feel the same. And they don't even know the reason. I mean, sometimes, yes, it's very specific. You know, you did this, you did that. And you'll know the reason. You know, some will tell you, but if it's just vague, they don't know, or they just don't want to talk about it, or they're so angry, it's like, it's over, goodbye, I don't want to talk to you. So you can't always, I mean, it would be nice <laughs> if you could just sit there and have a conversation and find out, but it's not always possible. Uh, however, if you're, if you're really interested, then again, down the road, when you no longer care, if they're willing to talk to you, then just go, by the way, I'm just curious, you know, what was the reason you broke up with me? And then you can use that to work on your next relationship. Do you think there's any space to do that within the first month or two? No. Again, with the true reason why you're getting in contact with them is not to get them back, but to... No, 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 you alone. can't. You can't. You have to leave them alone the first two months. Because they're going to think that you're just using that excuse to get back with them, to try to get back ah, with them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, so... What other tips you have for, for the guys? Because you know that right now, the people who are listening are definitely very specific people who are mm -hmm. going through a breakup right now, desperately trying to get their ex back. I doubt anyone who's listening right now to this episode is 
not going through that, right? So right. Why would they? any tips for those guys, any, any words of motivation, anything else that they can, they can do in this time where they're grieving? I mean, you're saying it's like they're going through withdrawal. It's so bad that it's, yeah. it's even worse than having a parent die. For some people, yeah. You're like a heroin addict. For some people, right. Right. You know, this is a good time to find a foundation, a solid base for your life. You know, when you're on your knees, because when someone's broken up with you and you're in so much pain, you're on your knees. And it's a, a turning point for some people where they find that they need something to stabilize them. And I'm talking, so either you go towards religion, spirituality, law of attraction, something that makes you not feel so powerless. So as difficult as this time may be, there's also a blessing if you're willing to look at it that way and use it to find something because you can't place your your whole life and faith and hope in, in a person, in another human being, because people are fickle. <laughs> One day they're here and the next day they may be gone. And so you need to find something stronger in your life that you can always count on no matter what happens. So well, for me... Why, why can't we just, you know, not be complete and find someone to make us complete, right? Because we're already complete. That's the problem. So if you keep looking for your other half and then your other half leaves, how can you be happy if you think that you're only half a person or that you need someone else in order to be happy? When you realize you don't need anyone to be happy, then that's when you're free. And and that's the goal. So speak to that a little bit, because obviously I was being sarcastic there, right? So (laughs) speak to the idea of what it means, because right now, you know, the guy who's listening has to start making that transformation, has to start understanding right. to be kind of this whole person. But what does that exactly sure. mean? What does right. it mean to be whole? What does it mean to you know not use a relationship to fill the, the loneliness void or the pain in your life as a way of using it like a drug? Right. Well, you know, society, you know, we have this thing about, oh, couples, and it's all about getting married and being in a relationship. But if you think of all the, the gurus and the religious people in the past, most of them were single. You know, Jesus was single, Buddha was single, everyone was single. Why is that? I'm sure there's many reasons for that, but they were happy with where they were. They knew they didn't need anyone else or anything to be happy because happiness comes from the mind. If you focus on something that makes you happy, you'll be happy. If you focus on something that makes you unhappy, you'll be unhappy. I know it sounds simplistic, but it's so true. I'm very happy most of the time because I refuse to focus on anything negative. And if I find my mind going there, I say, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not going there. And that's where happiness comes from. We think it comes from that other person, but it comes from what we're focusing on. So we were happy when that person was there because we're focusing positive energy towards them and they were focusing positive energy towards us. But now we're unhappy because we're looking at the relationship in a negative point of view, they're gone, I need them, they don't like me. And of course, we're unhappy. So you have to find a way. For me, it's the law of attraction. I know that I can do what I want using the law of attraction, no matter what happens. Some people don't believe in that. That's fine. Some people, they need religion, spirituality. You have to find something. I don't know how you can live in this world today, especially with all the negativity going on, and not have some sort of foundation and, and live a happy life. Right. And, and here's a secret too, is that if you feel you need, you know, that other half to be complete, yeah, you'll get it in the beginning, but eventually it's going to find its way back. You know, it's going to find its way back to you. And then you're going to go back to being that unhappy person, right? It's like that Buddhist saying, wherever you are, there you are, wherever you are, there you are, right? <laughs> 
So it's that same concept is like, yeah, that might happen and you might feel okay for a little while, but then it's going to all creep right back up. So you're screwed either way. Right. And remember, you know, nobody's perfect. So whatever relationship you're in, there's going to be issues. And so you have to learn to be happy regardless of what's happening in your relationship and who is or isn't in your life. Right. Right. Exactly. So do you have any tips for the guy who's trying to get over this breakup? Maybe he's even farther along in the process. Maybe he's like three to four months, no contact. He's feeling good. Mm-hmm. How does he take the lessons from his previous relationship to find something new to maybe prevent what happened? Of course, there's all different reasons why people are breaking up. So I know it's kind of a specific question, but maybe you have some general ideas for this person who's like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to date again, but how do I use what happened to me to learn for the future? Well, I mean, think about what the other person said to you in the relationship when they were unhappy. As I said before, most people are not good communicators, but they drop hints, especially women. <laughs> we're good at hinting. And so, you know, I was speaking to one of my uh, coaching clients and they said that their ex said to them, oh, you always get your way. You always get whatever, you know, it's always your way. And he didn't think that was such a big deal. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's probably at the crux of why she broke up with you. But he just flew past that. He had no idea. So think about what women have said to you in the past. Like you keep hearing the same thing from all your exes, from all the women you date with, you know, you always do this or you never do this. You need to take responsibility for your part. And you also have to be responsible for the person you choose because we see the red flags at the beginning. But because we're so attracted to that person, we're like, oh, it's okay. But those same red flags then come back to bite you. Right, exactly. Let me ask you this. There's not a lot of advice out there for people who are the ones who break up with people. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing not a lot of guys listening to this episode are, are going through that. But I think it'd be interesting to talk about that because there's a lot of pain that happens for someone who is the one who's doing the breaking up. Right, of course. So what are your tips for that person? So, so any I, guy who, who, who just broke up with their girlfriend, he's the one who did it. What do you say to that guy? Right. Again, look at the reason why. If she cheated on you or if she was being disrespectful, then you can't reach out because then you're being a doormat and she knows, oh, I can cheat on you and I can be disrespectful and you'll break up with me, but you'll come looking for me. You can't trade a relationship for respect. It's not worth it. It's going to lower your self-esteem. And eventually they're probably going to break up with you, which is going to lower your self-esteem even more. So you can't put up with disrespect, especially if you're a guy, because women cannot be attracted to a guy who they do not respect. It's just innate in us. We just can't. And if you don't fall into those two categories and you were the one who broke up and now you're looking back, you're thinking, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have done it. I want her back. Then since you were the one who did the dumping, then it's up to you to reach out and try to get them back. And just from a moral standpoint, mm-hmm. just being a good human, mm-hmm. if you're going back, you better make sure that this is going to, that you're serious about it, right? Because then right. you're just really messing with the person's emotions there. So I say, if you're going back that second time, you better make sure that you're serious about it and you've thought through the decision as best as possible. Yeah. You don't go back just because you miss them. You need to go back because you realize that you made a mistake, you broke up with them too quickly, there was a misunderstanding. You have to have a good reason for going back. 
Right. Exactly. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> so any other thoughts on this? Any other thoughts you want to share? Any other tips? Anything regarding breakups or getting your ex back? <laughs> well, you know, I have a ton of videos on my YouTube channel that people find very helpful because you said, how can people, you know, cope during the no contact period? Listening to videos, a lot of people, they write in the comments, they say, wow, it, it really made me stronger. It really helped me get through no contact by listening to your videos because I also post no contact success stories. Whenever there's a success story, I post it. And I think I'm up to uh, number eight. So there's a lot of success stories and they make you feel uh, you know, happier or more positive thinking, okay, this person has success, that person has success, so why not me? So you need to keep your faith up. And just like a few tips in terms of like the question always comes up, is my ex's birthday in a few weeks? Should I wish them a happy birthday? No, if you're in no contact, you can't wish them a happy birthday. Right, but you're saying if, no, there are zero exceptions to the no contact rule. Birthdays, anything. Anything, anything. Right. Unless you hear that a family member died, someone that close to them, you know, then you know what? Out of humanity, out of being a decent human being, you have to reach out and give your condolences. Right. And it can be just as simple as sending a text and saying, you know, sorry to hear for your loss, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a whole phone call, big right. ordeal, right? Right, exactly. You just shoot a small text or email, and then if they want to continue the conversation, they will. But if it's right. just for their birthday or for Mother's Day or something, no. If they text you for your birthday and say happy birthday, you just say thank you. And then if they want to continue the conversation, they have to continue the conversation. You don't try to keep it going. So those are mistakes that people make. And if they just, if they reach out, they have to say something somewhat substantial because if they just reach out with hi, you know, they're just throwing a bait out there to see if you're going to respond. And hi could just mean, oh, I want to see if you're going to respond or could mean I want to uh, get back with you, but I don't know if you're going to talk to me. So I'm just going to say hi. So you don't respond to hi or hey or anything like that. If they're really interested, they will text again. With whatever it is that they're trying to get across. Well, not necessarily, but they'll text again with something more substantial. Right. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you have to get people to reveal their cards. A lot of people are bluffing. You have to get people to fold. And that's one of the great things about no contact is when they see that you're not reaching out to them at some point, if they're still interested, they will panic. I had a client recently where she said that her ex showed up after 43 days and he was crying and sobbing, but she said that he started to freak out at about day 10. So even though he was freaking out at day 10, he waited another 33 days to show up at her place. So you may think, oh, my ex doesn't care. I haven't heard from them. They've just moved on. Meanwhile, they may be at home suffering hoping that you'll reach out even though they broke up with you. And when they realize you're not going to reach out, they may just break and fold and show up or text. Here's a business idea for you. You should start this. Mm. It's called breakup rehab, right? They have rehab for people who are, <laughs> who are getting off of drugs yeah. and alcohol. Why don't they have rehab centers for people who are going through breakups? Well, I, I think they probably just go to the same rehab. I, mean, I guess it's not a life or death because when it comes to alcohol, right. it's more like you're going to die. You probably won't die from a breakup, but right. it's, 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 a, it's a painful thing to go through. That's why how to get your ex back or any related search term is heavily, heavily searched in Google. Lots of people searching that term or how to get over a breakup because it's, a, it's one of the most painful times in terms mm -hmm. of dating and relationships. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I feel lucky and happy that I can help so many people to, you know, get their ex back. I mean, I've got my great success stories where it seemed impossible that they would ever come back. One of my clients, he got his ex back after a year. We thought she'd never come back. So you never know. Wow. So he was still pining over her for a full year. Yeah. But by that time, I mean, they had a little bit of contact throughout that year, very little, but she had made it known four months prior to the year anniversary that she was definitely not interested in getting back. So this would have been after eight months of the breakup. So four months later, it was her birthday. He just wished her a happy birthday. He's like, hey, happy birthday. You know, hope all, hope all is well, blah, blah, blah. She reached out. She showed that she was interested. And eventually they got back together. Wow. Very but cool. You never know. Very cool. So if people want to get in touch with you and they want to work on this, yes. where can they find you? How do they find you? Yes. Go to my website, theartoflove.net, not .com. So theartoflove.net. Send an email there. And also all the links are there to my social media. So if you want to check out my YouTube videos, follow me on Instagram. You can find everything there, theartoflove.net. Awesome. Guys, check that out. If you're going through a breakup, you need help, talk to Lucia. She will help you. Lucia, thank you so much. Any parting words? of wisdom for the guys who are going through the breakups. It's always darkest before the dawn. (laughs) So I know it's dark now, but you will come out a better person on the other side, even though you don't believe it. Trust me, you will. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. Thanks so much. Guys, check her out. And Lucia, thanks again. Thank you. 